Welcome to the Making Jobs Podcast, where we talk about car repair, business ownership, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Hernandez, founder and owner of Matt's Mobile Mechanics. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Schultz, with Witness Security. So without further ado, let's get the show on the road. Welcome back, job makers. It has been a hot minute. We had a winter break. It's been hot because I've been over here just making it happen. Just, you know. Yeah. He he gets that music going and it just makes me hot. I I think... um, I think I think we missed a week. Uh, well, I mean, we missed two weeks, but we were a week ahead on recordings, anyway. So, so. we're gonna push this one today. <clears throat> if I if I can, if I can, if your if your internet cooperates. Oh, my internet cooperates yeah, all the time. Because last time that I was uh, hooked up to Wi-Fi on this, uh, it uh, it was being super slow. Yeah, for some reason, and we haven't really uh, had the time really to figure it out but for some reason this this internet thing out here um it for some reason is throttling the internet it shouldn't be because robert has basically taken all parameters off and there's no throttle but for whatever reason so we did have it set up to throttle uh there at the old office because this was the one in uh, crazy Matt's unit. unit. Yeah. And uh, now... So it must must be that the settings just... It's got to be reverted It reverted somehow. back to the... It's really annoying. What brand router is that? Is that a Netgear? So that's a Ubiquity. Oh. Uh, and Ubiquity is, when it comes to <laughs> internet uh, routers, it is one of the best. What we're doing here is... So this is a metal shop. Um, for our listeners, our yeah. office is a metal shop, and then the house is just a regular house. We've got a device called, a, uh, also put out by Ubiquity, that shoots from the shop to the house. Um, five five six or seven six two? Like, what is it shooting? Um, it's uh, five gigahertz. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's one of them. One of them wireless guns. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a transmitter receiver. Yeah. And so that's the way we get cameras from uh, one yeah. building to another. In this case, it's basically actually we are doing that here too, um, but because yeah. we have a couple of cameras here on the shop that are shooting to the office or it's, from the house to the house. Basically, a focused Wi-Fi beam, and yeah, it just 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 shoots. You know, so you just have a transmitter and then you have a receiver. It's it's very similar. To, I mean, it's satellite technology is what it is. So originally, I think they were built to just shoot internet, and um, then the different fields that use them can use them to whatever degree they want to yeah. use them. Kind of discovered that they could be used. I mean, they transmit internet, so why wouldn't they be able to transmit video? When they, it, when you start first started using them, I don't think any other security company was using them. As, for as of right now, there's not very many companies. Uh, security companies that have used them. We, we've we actually uh, got an apartment complex that we went up against another co- uh, mm-hmm. security company. And their quote was to um, drape wire from telephone pole to telephone pole 
And <laughs> this uh, wasn't the drum right one, was it? No, this was because uh, that was a similar situation. They, but the weird thing is, ADT actually did that. Uh, yeah. Did the beam light uh, the beam, but it was a different brand, and that was uh, analog. They mm-hmm. somehow had a device that did analog uh, video, basically convert the analog into. So they had converters in their um, their controller or their 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 beam mm-hmm. that would convert the cameras from analog to IP and then convert or then send it IP back, back to the shop, then back into convert it back into analog to go into their DVR. It's awfully complex and oh, unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> Very complex and unnecessary. But the fact of the matter is that was technology that was available. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about those things until uh, or the converter things until uh, I did that job. When when you sold the camera system to the drum right, we were going with IP. And yeah. uh, at that point, we were using the device that shoots uh, from point A to point B, using doing cameras. And there's not another company. Not another. Might be a few now. Was the, was the drum right run the, the the first one that we that you had done? It was camera with ubiquities. It wasn't the first one. This is, but it was, it was early on. It was early on, and it was uh, definitely the biggest one at that point. Yeah. And <clears throat> but uh, the, the now quote... we've got one that has nine ubiquities shooting to one. So a total of ten poles around the apartment complex. It's uh, there at 31st and 169. Oh, yeah. And it's <clears throat> if they didn't have cameras there... Um, they, there's too many crimes that would happen that would not get seen. Um, we actually have one. The The way cameras were just a few years ago, you know the little date code that, uh, or the little date there at the top? The time the, and date stamp thing. Yeah. Yeah. So on Hikvision, you couldn't move it around. Uh-huh. And uh, on Uniview, the cameras that we use now, you can well, just so happens, this was about a month and a half, two months ago, they called us up, hey, can you pull video, and by the way, when you do, can you move the date stamp out of the way? And I'm like, no, you can't move it out of recorded video, um, and I can try and move it out of uh, the way on the camera for future mm-hmm. video. Just so happens, where the guy was shooting was in the date stamp, and... So you can see that he's got his hand up like he's got a gun. Uh-huh. But you can't see that it's a gun. He's just holding the date. And Yeah, he's <laughs> hold, just holding the number on the date. <laughs> his fingers r- wrapped around that moving number. Um, no, it, it was just, it was weird. And I, I was trying to move it, but I couldn't. Uh, the after or the, the future times and dates. Uh, and... Uh, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be able to move it. And so it was just, it was really annoying. Really annoying. Because I was like, man, I really want to get this video. Because that so, was one of those. Cause, so the weird thing is, supposedly, the shooter is a Tulsa firefighter. And supposedly, uh, according to the, the, gay, the, the, gay, the lady that runs the place, 
Did you just? I, I don't know where that word was. The going. gay. I meant to say guy, but um, <laughs> apparently the gay that was running the place. <laughs> no, the lady that was running the place. She uh, says that TPD somehow showed up just as the guy was leaving, the the shooter, but yet at the same time had no. I mean, and supposedly this this case has gone yeah. cold. Oh, uh. uh, so it's really weird. But she's like. Yeah, TPD was in on it. Uh, I'm going. Tulsa wow. firefighters and TPD—they don't really. It's not. They're not uh, close like that. No, actually, there's a there's always a, there's actually like a rivalry between fire and police all the time. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, so she's sitting there going, "Yeah, they 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 look they're looking out for their own on this one." I'm going, "No, it's not their own." <laughs> Not only that, but what what TPD's doing is they're just they're just doing what TPD does, and they don't actually investigate crimes. They just you know, TPD is, and the the annoying thing is is I've met good like good TPD cops. Um, Jeremy Lawson's a good one. Yeah, and then um, one time that I had when I had my truck broken into, um, a guy came out. In fact, I forget his name, but he used to go to Eastland. We had we had this discussion a while ago. Um, and you knew who he was. I hadn't, I didn't know who he was. Anyways, he was, he was a really nice guy and he was, and he was a competent individual, but the the vast majority of, of instances with TPD is like, they just don't, let let me give you an example. Um, I have a customer, it was, uh, referred to me by Mike Pinion. You know, he insures this guy's truck, right? Mm-hmm. So this customer of mine had just bought a box truck and he hadn't registered it yet because he only owned it for like two weeks, less than two weeks before it got stolen. So it gets stolen. So he files an insurance claim and then through the insurance claim process, they the insurance company needs it to be in his name to pay out the claim, right? The title in his name. So it's and now obviously the insurance company is getting ready to pay out which means it's been at least 30 days since it's been reported stolen because you know insurance won't pay a total loss on a stolen vehicle until it's been stolen for about 30 days or missing for 30 days right <coughs> so he goes to register it and then once it's registered the um the a record company um contacts him and is like hey we've got your truck and apparently, the truck had been recovered for weeks, and had been sitting in the yard, but it wasn't in his name. <clears throat> so when the record company got it, you know, pulled up the registration and everything. Now it's in his name. Yeah, they attempted to contact the previous owner, and the previous owner just didn't respond because they're like, "Oh, it's not my truck," I guess. Which is so. There's like a couple of failings here. One, why didn't the previous owner like? Get a hold no, of, I sold that truck. Yeah, be like, hey, I sold that truck or something like that. They just didn't respond. But also TPD took, like, he had the VIN and all that information. So, like, when the wrecker picked it up, actually, when the truck was discovered, you know, it was TPD that called Allied Wrecking Company to come out and pick it up because <laughs> it was an abandoned truck. So why did they not, like... Run it and be like, oh, this is stolen. Like this, this matches like a this stolen. This is the one that we're looking yeah. for. Cool. 
<coughs> so it wasn't, yeah. So I mean, they, like they were trying to get him that uh that insurance money. That's what it was. Well, also, and also, I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to get Allied Wrecking to be able to rack up like three weeks worth of storage fees. Because you know those those any company, uh, any of the there's two like very very shady record companies here in the Tulsa area. One is Story, and the other is Allied. And the contract for the city towing always bounces back between these two, and. They are, um, <clears throat> they will like, they will rack up the charges. They're just, they're such a shady company to deal with. I don't know. So far, they've been a good company to deal with. They're, they're customers of mine now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see how it is. Who, <laughs> Allied or Story? Allied. Mm. Oh, man, it's cool. Uh, somewhat cool. Uh, <clears throat> The, the warehouse. Yeah, it's nice we, when they're paying you, but if, you know you the, have to go. The pick Allied up. Uh, warehouse that we went and secured is if that if a vehicle is involved in a shooting or a death. Yeah. Uh, you, they're, they're, the vehicle has to get dropped off there, and no one can touch that vehicle because then your fingerprints are on it. Uh, no one can mm-hmm. touch that vehicle. Uh, if or till uh, a detective touches it and moves it to um, the um, evidence, yeah, for the, for the de- yeah. for actually doing oh, processing, the, yeah, the processing investigation <laughs> on it to then move mm-hmm. it through and uh, all that. Man, I saw one vehicle; it still had paper tags on it, and it had only been. Uh, there, well, because, and I say this, because uh, the date code on the, the, or the date on the paper tags was only like a week old. So, whoever, and there was multiple shots through this thing, whoever got shot or killed in this car had only had this car for a few hours to a day and a half. He couldn't mm. have had it very long. And I'm sitting there going, it's a rough life. If you're constantly living a life like that, whether it's drugs or whatever, that yeah. is a rough life if you're constantly on the run like that. No thanks. I'll live <clears throat> my uh, suburban, nice lifestyle that uh, I don't have to get shot at all the time. Yeah. Well, I just don't even live in the city. It makes it real. <clears throat> makes it even more more or less likely that I'm going to get injured in a drive-by shooting. <clears throat> well, I'm sure Bixby, uh, that, that's not really city, but uh, they get shootings all the time. And <clears throat> yeah, that's I'm why. sure there's shootings out there in Dakota. Mm, not really. Every once in a while, I'm sure there is. Maybe. I, I'd be willing to bet that if we looked it up, uh, if I we could. I there's druggies out there. Um, yeah, there's some, probably. <laughs> Um, I've seen. It's easier to hide it out there. Seen a couple around, but not as not as commonplace. It's so, not. There's there's far more crackheads up here in Tulsa. Than so Aaron showed there. me or sent me a video. My brother yeah. sent me a video of uh, Johnny. Uh, mm. You remember Johnny? Yeah, oh, crazy Johnny. I'm surprised he's still around. <clears throat> yeah, I have no idea how that guy's still alive. I don't know if it's really him, but uh, this definitely looks like him. Uh, <clears throat> Press play.
Oh, it, it looks like it. <laughs> it does look like it. <laughs> so Johnny is definitely... Uh, so this is a guy that Aaron, my brother, and Matt spent a good amount of time with whenever uh, we were in high school to our early uh, college age years. Mm-hmm. And Johnny is... Uh, he's definitely got something that he's on. Oh, Most well, of the time. So he was real big into meth. And then he got off it for a little while, and then I'm pretty sure he's back. I mean, he's he's basically, if he ever... On again, off again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he has no so, teeth. So, uh, but he was hilarious. He, he was a really funny dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, partially, the drugs... Yeah, he was a little crazy. Um, but he, he would just, he'd say things, and just off the wall. And you're looking at him going... Whatever he's talking about does not go with the conversation yeah. at, at times. I remember there was one time uh, we were getting rid of the fridge there at the old office. Mm-hmm. And he wanted it. So we and we were getting a new one. So he we put it outside and the next thing you know, it's gone. So we yeah. just assumed he took it. <clears throat> he And we didn't know how he took it because... If I remember right, he didn't really have a vehicle to cart it. But Johnny was it was he was weird. I, yeah. I just I got a kick out of him. He worked for me for a short while. Yeah, he worked on my vehicles and it scared the living daylights. <laughs> Is he gonna put the oil oil oh, the, the the nut back to make sure the oil doesn't He leak wasn't out? he wasn't half bad at actually turning wrenches it's just I, I, it was difficult to get him to show up to work if he made too much money if i if i gave him enough jobs to make too much money he would he would disappear for like four days straight and he'd always come back with the craziest excuse like it was it was always <laughs> i wish i would have like kept a, a notebook and like wrote down like a compilation like a book of his excuses that he came up with it's like so, one time, one time he's like, yeah, sorry, my granddaughter had like a recital or something. I'm like, for four days, Johnny? For f- <laughs> like, you didn't? She was three days away and I had to walk there. Because I'm like, I'm like, dude, I haven't been able to get a hold of you for like four days. Like, oh, I'm, my phone died and I didn't know if you had any jobs for me. Like, you always have this crazy excuse. It's like my granddaughter had a recital. I'm like, Johnny, yeah, I, I haven't heard from you in four days. <laughs> so... Like I, think, I know, I think I that's the thing what we should do. We should come up and start writing down all of the excuses that dumb employees yeah. come up with. <clears throat> yeah, that would be a good one. Employees come up with some of the dumbest things to reasons yeah. they they can't come in. Yeah. I mean, one of the worst is, um, especially right now, really starting to just chap my, I don't know, chap my butt. Uh, chap your khakis. Yeah, chap my khakis. We'll go with that. Um, <clears throat> the COVID. Constant mm-hmm. COVID. They just, I got COVID. Bullcrap. Like, I dude, you got sick and tired dude, of that it's response. Like, it's like, dude, you've got COVID like four times in the last six months. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> you stop licking people's faces. I don't know what you're dealing with. I'm so sick and tired of it. That and, uh, well, one of my guys, uh, and I know that. His is accurate because he doesn't take time off, but it's still kind of annoying. Is um, he, he's constantly um, a family member is getting mm-hmm. sick, and his whole family is uh, stuck on the 
Uh, they've got to do everything, but the way Fauci and Biden and Kamala, they say, all right, we got to get our vaccines. All right, let's go get our vaccines. Yeah. we got to wear masks. Okay, we're wearing masks. Now we got to wear two masks. All right, we've got two masks. <laughs> we're wearing swimming goggles with our masks. All right. I mean, anything and everything that uh, the, is pushed down, his family follows. Now, he doesn't, but everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching a video the other day about the vaccines uh, and people that are coming out with, uh, there's one, he was paraplegic, not here, he he was perfectly fine, he was a doctor, mm-hmm. a doctor, studied for 19, or no, 14 years to become a doctor, was in the career for 19 years, mm-hmm. so over 30, 42 years, 43 years. No, 30, 20, 30, 30, 30, 30, 33 years. <laughs> wow. He's in the medical field. Now he's a paraplegic because he took the vaccine because it was pushed out as this is perfectly fine. Well, not only that, but he would have, uh, he would have been fired if he didn't. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and there, there's multiple people that are being harmed by this vaccine and every person that has been harmed by this vaccine they're contacting the VAERS uh, the VAERS reporting system yeah and it's just being swept under the rug Uh, yeah and one of them she was uh, in the trial period uh, for the vaccine and because it was uh, and she was paid and everything but once it came out that she was harmed by the vaccine. They immediately deleted her entire file. You know what's really weird is if you would have, re- if we were to rewind to 2019, and you would have talked to anybody liberal or conservative, and you would have said, you know, and you would have been like, "Hey, do you think pharmaceutical companies are trustworthy?" People would be like, "No, those guys are shady characters." Exactly. I mean, there's like, you know, everyone is under the impression that pharmaceutical companies will do shady stuff. And then now today, it's like they could do no wrong. It's like, oh, of course, no, they're, 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 you know, it's perfectly safe. And of course, and, and they're like, and people are like, what, are you some sort of conspiracy theorist thinking that they're, that okay, they're yes, hiding, I am. <laughs> that they're hiding, um, that they're hiding these, uh, these ill at, effects, at, at these side point, effects? At like, this point, <clears throat> call me a conspiracy theorist. I'm okay with it because so, at this point, I'm not in pain. I'm not uh, a paraplegic. I'm not. Uh, it's it's there's, insane. Uh, there's a doctor. Uh, I was watching another one. Here, He's the, got tinnitus now. The thing is, is that it doesn't. <clears throat> it doesn't necessarily. It's it doesn't bother. Like first off, like whether it's true or not, whether it's true or not, the fact that you can't ask questions and we can't, we're, you're not even allowed to look into it. You know, like we're let's okay. We're not even going to look into the efficacy of the vaccines. We're not going to look into alternative treatments. We're just going to we're just going to jump gung ho into it and be like, "Yep, Johnson and Johnson, you know, you guys are you guys are on point. You know, we'll, so, we'll just trust you yeah, on this." So you you know where I don't know where so, the island of Gibraltar is. Um, no, I know about the Rock of Gibraltar. There, there's an island called Gibraltar. Yeah, and a hundred percent. One hundred percent of the people on this island of Gibraltar, I feel like that's in the Mediterranean Sea, are vaccinated. One hundred percent. 
you know where the uh, highest number of cases are right now? The island of Gibraltar. Hmm. Well, it's been proven. Like it's there is studies that show that the efficacy of the vaccine dwindles over time, and on top of that, there's also a um, uh, there is a propensity for it not to work well against variants because there's a very specific reaction that your body is producing when you have the antibodies from the uh, vaccine. Um, or really, we sh- we ought to stop calling it a vaccine because the reality is it's gene therapy. Um, <clears throat> but it, it's gets it's to me it's just strange that we can't we can't you can't even really look into it. So it's, um, you know Johnson and Johnson is uh, um, they're 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 splitting companies now. Do you know why they're 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 splitting companies? So for years and years and years, Johnson and Johnson has operated under one big giant company, Johnson and Johnson, um, which is actually owned by Procter and Gamble. So Johnson and Johnson is about getting ready to split companies. Which, if you own any Johnson and Johnson stock, that means that you get to gain stock in both companies, which is kind of neat. But um, Johnson and Johnson doesn't just produce pharmaceuticals; they also produce, you know, home goods. You know, they make baby soap and you know um, they, they make a ton of stuff right so but they're separating their pharmaceutical company from their the rest of their household goods company yes yeah, so to mitigate they, uh, liability i was getting ready to say to mitigate liability so you know if they if you got the, less assets you don't have to pay out as much well and if they come up if, if something happens on you know, pharmaceutical companies get sued all the time mm-hmm. and they get sued all the time for you know it's uh, part of doing business. Yeah, well, uh, they they make drugs, and sometimes the drugs don't work out well, you know. So and the island of Gibraltar, just so everybody knows, is uh, right there below Spain, between Africa in and the, Spain. In the Mediterranean in Sea. In the Mediterranean, yep. Look, look at that. I, I know a thing or two. Actually, I the, my my guess was is because it's uh, it is a it's a uh, it's it's biblically referenced the island of Gibraltar, and so I was assuming that it was probably in the Mediterranean Sea area, because you know it's where a lot of things in the in the Bible happened around that area. <clears throat> so it was just a it was just a good guess. That's all it was. Every once in a while, he's right. Yeah. Yep. Every once in a while. Um, let's take a quick break because we're not going to have a whole lot of time uh, here very shortly. So let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor, and we will be right back. And we're back. <clears throat> we're, we're back? Yeah, we're back. All right, we're back. <clears throat> so I got my O3 water generator kit installed. What's that? The uh, ozone, the water, the laundry ozone that you have. One. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Ours is a pure wash. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's O3 water oh, generator. Oh, that's the brand? Well, I mean, you're, that's your... Ours is pure wash. Yeah, What's yours? O3 waterworks. But they're both O3 generators, is what they are. So, they're ionized water generators. Uh, <clears throat> those things, we were talking about uh, this past weekend. Or water ionizers. Those things are amazing, being the fact that you don't need laundry soap. I don't know about y'all. Dude, it's dope. I, I don't, I didn't use much laundry soap, but at the same time, I hate having to remember yeah. uh, how much soap I got to put in. With the ionizer thing... You don't have to put soap in there. No, you just start the washer. And, and it just as goes. long as it's hooked up to cold water, so you're good to go. The way it works, basically, for those who are listening, um, a water ionizer is it uses it 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 uses electricity to ionize the water and takes um, the you know H two O is typically you know two 
molecules of water, and then it binds with uh, binds them into three uh, or uh, two molecules molecules of oxygen rather, um, and no wait atoms two oxygen anyways oxygen uh, it binds it together creates three uh, oxygen molecules which creates is is an ionizing essentially. It's a technology that's been around for a while. <clears throat> so, PureWash, uh, GreenTechENV.com. This is uh, where Pure, or who makes PureWash. PureWash Pro X2 is a smarter way to do laundry. By inf- infusing activated oxygen, PureWash Pro X2 transforms the water going into your washing machine. This purification process cleans la- laundry using cold water and less detergents and leaves your laundry fresh and fluffy by reducing odors caused by bacteria, mold, and mildew. Once you connect ProWash to your washing machine, it automatically reacts to your washer's cycle operations. Yep. Regular use will save energy and money. To learn more about ProWash, click here. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, but so anyways, these things are awesome. They're great because you don't have to use detergent anymore, and they clean better. So the thing about most laundry detergents, and I've known this for a long time, is that most hotels laundry detergents... Yeah, hotels use these ionizers... Um, I never could figure out what the entire time that I worked at hotels. I never could figure out what that smell was. That that in, ionized, yeah in the laundry that ozone area. smell. I'm going. What is that smell? It is a weird smell. It's, it's almost like bleach, but it's not like bleach. You know what it smells like? Is it smells like pure a, oxygen? A rainstorm. You know, like if you yeah. got a bunch of like lightning going on, like yeah. in a thunderstorm. It's got that. that, that, it's that got that smell to that it. That ozone smell. But it's just stronger, you mm-hmm. know, because it's you know, more concentrated than just like lightning off in the distance or whatever. So I've known about this technology for quite some time. I did not, I did not know until recently that it had become like cost effective and readily available for residential use until this well, last I mean, year. So like this thing, it's only three hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, that's mine, nothing. Mine was like right about four hundred dollars shipped in with taxes and everything, uh, with shipping costs and everything. It's like four hundred something, um, right around four hundred. Now I don't know about the one you got, but this one, Pure Wash, their warranty is insane. Yeah, ours. I think uh, they they stand behind their product. <clears throat> yeah, they back it like crazy. So there are two. There's basically there's like seven or eight fairly popular brands of these. And the two that I saw was this one, the Pure Wash and the O3 Waterworks, that that both have sold to major hotel chains. And that's why I was like, well, it's going to be one of these two um, because there's a lot of them out there. I was like, well, these ones, you know, they have a good reputation. And if hotel chains are using them, it makes sense for. But so I knew that this was the case. Because years, so in my By the years, way, these aren't sponsors. No, they are not. So, <laughs> just like Black Rifle Coffee Company, get yours at your local Quick Trip or Come and Go. <laughs> now sold at Casey's. Um, <laughs> so, um, now the uh, we, um, I knew that I knew that this existed because when I travel a lot in the Marine Corps, I had I spent a lot of time in hotels. Right, and so while I was I spent a lot of time in these hotels, I'd always wondered. I was like, "How on earth do they get their towels to smell like this? Like it's not bleach. Like how do their towels? They smell good." And and I'm like thinking, like, what what detergent are they using? Is what I was wondering. Now, because I will say, whenever I've been in hotels, there are a few. Of them. For whatever reason, 
I don't know if people are just scrubbing their butthole too hard or what, but for some reason I've gotten a few of those towels that have got that weird stain on it. Obviously it did not get washed well. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, so by and I large... I love these machines. So by and large, I was like, you know, so I, the towels is what got me because towels always seem to, like, unless you're replacing them every couple of years, they they seem to not smell good anymore because they hold a lot of water and then they, they dry out. You know, you, you don't... You can't, you don't hang them up perfectly to dry, right? You know, they're always kind of somewhat folded, so they'll hold on to a little bit of water and they'll get kind of, and that smell that your towel gets at your house is just basically a little bit of mildew. And when you're putting them in the washer machine, the detergent's not doing a very good job of getting it all out. And it smells fresh the first day or so because you have that, the perfumes from the detergent in it mm-hmm. or the, or your fabric softener and your dryer or whatever. But then after you like dry yourself with it like once, or twice it's it, it starts to smell unless you have like a new set of towels but after a couple of years the towels just and so i was wondering i was like what detergent are they using because these towels get used all the freaking all time the time and they get washed all the time so i'm thinking how do they get their towels to smell so i looked into it and i was like oh they've got and this was years and years ago and this was before it was you know cost effective for residential use they just didn't make residential use units they made these big commercial units the, re- and they the were residential like ones of though have been out for about the $400 price range for about at least as far as i know about 3 to 4 years yes and i did not know this until like last year <laughs> so i knew about this technology cuz i knew hotels used it because i found out i was i figured out cuz in this and whenever i was like i want my towels to smell like this when i was in in the marine corps and we traveled we had a um uh we had a contract uh with marriott and so we got like super cheap hotels through marriott cuz that's what where we always stayed and so i looked into it and turns out they use these water ionizers and I was like oh how do I get one and they're like they're like well north of a thousand dollars for like one unit or something like that it was it was expensive and I was like oh well I guess you know that's that um, I guess my towels just aren't gonna smell like this <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then last this past year this year is whenever I discovered that they existed on the re- in the residential world and I'm surprised that neither you nor your parents told me about this when it never came up because you guys have had one for a while. Well, I, I had mine for um, about seven, eight months while I lived in, or before I sold my house. <laughs> yeah, and your but parents I, had one, too. Yeah, they've had one for a they while. had one for a little while, and no one's mentioned it to me that I just assumed them. that you saw it, and you're like, oh, cool, I'll get one. Yeah, I, uh, never, I never noticed it, and then... Um, and I, so I've been like, we, you know, I've been doing a lot of research to figure out like what, what brand I want to use. And I finally ordered one um, a few weeks ago. And then, So what made you d- decide to go with O3 versus Pure Wash? Uh, they, their, their reviews looked good. Pure Wash did too, but um, it, O3 I think has been uh, in business longer. And so I was like, oh, I'm just going to go with something that, you know, it's been around a little bit longer, it, only by a couple of years or whatever, but... Um, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to go with this one. And plus, you know, neither of, neither of you folks actually told me anything about it. So I was like, well, maybe they don't like it. You didn't ask either. (laughs) 
Well, no one's... Man, I'm telling everybody about this stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> I called up Smith like the moment... like So I called him up yesterday because we have it, had it installed for a couple of days now. And the first thing I did was I did a load of towels. Nothing but like all of our towels. <laughs> that was the first thing I did. <laughs> I washed all my towels. Because a lot of my towels... So now, like, now your laundry room is completely clean. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Because you've done all the loads of laundry. Oh, yeah. It's all... There's all... The, the laundry is just... So... I hooked it up on my wife's birthday, and uh, I forget who it was that asked how how she liked it. She's like, "Well, it's my birthday, and I've done four loads of laundry, so that's <laughs> <laughs> so." And she doesn't even normally. Usually, Matthew does the laundry, so she's she's in there just like, "What else can we wash?" And throwing it in there, so it works great. And um, and my towels don't smell terrible now. And uh, you don't have to buy soap. Yeah, and you know how much I spend between sixty and eighty dollars a month in laundry detergent because you know five kids, so there's a lot of laundry that gets done in my house. Holy cow! <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's a serious savings. That'll pay that off in like five six months. It'll pay for itself. Yeah, you know, pretty pretty easily. So even if you'd gone with a thousand dollar one, I know it'll only take a year. Yeah, I was actually honestly legitimately at the amount of the amount of laundry detergent that I use, I would it would be cost effective if I paid a thousand bucks for it pretty easily. So to pay four hundred dollars is kind of a no brainer, you know. And most of these units are in that price range, like between three and four hundred dollars. I've seen a few brands that I've not not that I have no, you know, reference to on Amazon for like two hundred and fifty bucks or whatever. But I was like, eh, is it worth I'll it? pay the three to four hundred. That's what I'm for something that's reputable that's gonna last yeah. a while. <clears throat> I mean um, there there are those companies that'll that'll put out the uh the knockoff version, but those knockoff versions Well and you're this you're gonna is, have problems with. It's kinda like so I was like Kellen, my sister, mm-hmm. uh on, around Christmas, instead of doing uh Christmas gift for everybody in the family from each person. Uh, we do, uh, we go to the, a website called Draw Names, and yeah. uh, we draw one person's name out of the hat kind of deal. And so I've got Kaylin, my youngest sister, and uh, she wanted a um, a bullet, uh, a neutral bullet. Oh. Uh, was like nine millimeter or? <laughs> uh, she want, Well, actually, she put that she wanted a magic bullet, and I'm going, I've never heard of a magic bullet. And so I'm searching through Amazon, and I found Magic Bullet, and then I also found Nutribullet right next to it. Uh-huh. And I'm reading the reviews for Magic Bullet, and everybody's saying that they, within a few weeks of doing it, using it, it, uh, it the motor died on it. Hmm. But the Nutribullet was the opposite. So you get those knockoff versions on Amazon, yeah, and you're going well, to have and problems. And so the reason I went with um, the reason I went with one, yeah, I could have saved some money, but I was like, you, so I'm on this uh, basically for the past year. I've been doing what I can to to reduce my monthly expenses and uh, increase my self sustainability. You know, in, in as many you ways as possible. Solar installed yet? Mostly. There's like five panels that still need to go up. They got they were doing that yesterday, so that's another thing. I've got solar coming in. Um, they will either be out today or tomorrow to finish up. Um, they they ha- they ran into a couple things they didn't expect. Um, they end up having to um, uh, trench across from the garage into the house, and they I guess they did, the install team wasn't aware of the exact install uh, setup. 
And so they didn't come prepared with like a um, <clears throat> the means to trench across. Um, like it's it's not a big gap, but they had to go underneath my concrete. So they had to wait on some equipment. They had to wait on you know design change approval from their engineering team and a couple things. But it's mostly installed. So that's like my been my plan for a year is to work on sustainability and you know just overall not only environmental sustainability but financial sustainability reducing my you know reducing like the electricity expenses reducing my dependence upon utility companies and things like that and then you know so I'm looking at this and thinking let's say you know the world falls to pieces and it's hard to get a hold of laundry detergent you know What's a simple way that, like, I can still wash my clothes, right? You know, I don't have to, like, I'm not having to, like, go make make my own laundry detergent out of out of animal fat and ashes, you know? <laughs> like, so, I mean, I have the technology, so why not use it? And so, because of that, I was like, well, I want something that's going to last. Because they're, they're inexpensive to replace, but... In that case, you need to get a bidet as well. I really ought to. And that's, wow. that's, that's actually another thing. You know, eliminate, reduce, this. reduce the need for toilet paper. Yeah, getting squirted in the butt is phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> we, we grossed Matt's wife out uh, pretty bad on uh, Friday night this past week. Yeah, she was. we were talking about bidets, and then she's like, all right, I'm done with this conversation. And I was about done with the conversation, too. <laughs> but then, then I realized she was annoyed with it, so I was like, I've got to come up with more bidet <laughs> content. I was, I was grasping at straws at a point. I was like, I don't know how I can keep talking about this, but I guess I have to now that she's annoyed by it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I mean, that's something that I don't think people are like... I don't think a lot of people are like really thinking about like the things that they're always using that they that aren't really renewable and also cost them money and like what do you do like how reliant you are upon other things and other mm-hmm. factors right like you know you're you're very he- most people are very heavily dependent upon an electric company just for and and you could say oh well I could live without a few things electronics wise okay what about refrigeration you know what about uh, your climate control? You know, how, how much can you really live without? Um, so, you know, having, having some energy independence just, to me, makes a lot of sense. So, <clears throat> so that's what I'm working towards. And actually, yeah, the day is next on the list. But um, those are some, I believe those are the parting words. Um, I like to have um, Until the next time, we will talk at you all later.